I forgot to ask you, how sad are you that LeBron is no longer in the playoffs? They didn't even make the playoffs. Like, does that make you really sad? Did it make you want to cry? No. Really? Are you no, sure? The team, the not I said that repeatedly. Okay. How's Sacramento doing? Are we doing fine? We're exactly where we thought we were going to be, so we are right. <laughs> But we didn't. Right. We didn't have the greatest player ever, so we we all right though. All right. I, I just want to make sure you're okay before we start the show, and that you know you don't need consoling or anything like that. I'm good. No. All right. All right. Well, then let's start the show. Let's do it. All right. All right. All right. Fine. I'll be a gracious host. How you doing? Little Mermaid is the scariest Disney movie by far, though. Why the hell is Ace Blade in your Kickstarter? <laughs> Some comics. We gonna, I'm getting controversial today. We're going to get controversial today with... with... My, my proudest moment is this interview. And being able to talk to you, too. All right, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Taurus Comics in collaboration with Taurus Comics in collaboration with I I I know. Let me start over that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Taurus Comics in collaboration with Fourth Wall Productions probably brings to you the Four Tales podcast. I am your host, Kyron Silver from Four Tour Man. Bruh, <laughs> I am your host, Kyron Silver from Taurus Comics. Across the way is the creamy curator of Ace Play, Danny J. Quick, and together we are your two award-winning blurred comic creators here to help you find your next favorite comic. We are live on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and a host of other programs. So if you are listening or watching us live, thank you for your support. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and review this podcast because all your positive reviews and interaction help us reach a bigger audience. I'm done for t- what? What? What was that? I can't even see what you put up just now. That was that was very that was a very good intro. It was very spirited, and off the and it was live, and it and it you got through it eventually. <laughs> I can't see who that is. Jimmy Jimmy Palmani Coyote from uh, right. Monster Comics. I think he looks like Razor Ramon though. But anyway, how you doing, man? Happy birthday! Congratulations on funding. <laughs> Uh, Star Corps, man. How you? How Thank you. Going? Uh, I don't know. It's been a whirlwind of of things, so I don't know, man. Um, thank you for everybody out there that did support the Kickstarter. This is an amazing feat, and uh, but we still have a week to go, which is the funny thing. We still have one more week to to fund even more. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try to do a. a a stretch goal, maybe two, depending on how well we do. But yeah, yeah, we got some time. So if you want to back the Kickstarter still, you can just go to tccreates.com. I'll put that in the show notes and in the chat. And, you know, check it out. Um, make a pledge because we just funded. And, you know, sometimes people back out the last moment or, you know, their their funding doesn't go through. So we want to make sure we have a little bit extra just in case, you know, you know how it is. Hey, I got an idea for that stretch goal. Okay. Starcore versus Ace Blade. Okay. The, the poster 
Okay. Are you going to draw it? You know, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, but you're drawing the Ace Blade uh, and Ace Blade cover for Ace Blade Cream, right? Yeah. Creamy Ace Blade. Is extra extra fluffy creamy ace blade? What is it called? I don't I don't get why people don't know. To me, I guess because because we're black, we know cream is cash rules everything around me from Wu Tang, right? But literally, sixty percent of the people who've read it don't know where that came from, and I think that's one of the frustrating things about about being black and making comics is that. You are to say things that people don't understand. <laughs> like so, it's frustrating when the central theme of the next five books that I'm making is cash rules everything around me, and I'm pulling it from a Wu Tang reference. Wu Tang to me is one of the biggest, you know, hip hop groups ever, and true, there's true. a large portion of the world that has no clue what that means. So now I get all the jokes. Creamy Ace Blade, and I'm like, bro, y'all, how do y'all not get it? So you know, it's just part of the part of the thing that we always have to do in, in educating people. Yeah. So yeah, we also yeah. got to consider a couple of things. It, it's been what 20 years since that came out. Yeah, 25. So you got yes. that time issue, and honestly, the first thing people think about when they saw those images that you're posting were like Magic Mike and. And Pornhub and stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, everything that you whoa. drew and brought up just looked like like this was X-rated time with Ace Blade. Well, well, that was an accident. Was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're not going to talk wait. about this. No, wait, no, we are going to talk about this. Because then you, you put a second image up with him just crotch out. <laughs> just, just the whole image was centered around his crotch. And him just sitting there with his legs spread open, like, hey, look at this. I'm black, and you could tell. <laughs> I listen, I have no explanation. I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying my hardest to market and spread the news about Ace Blade. Spread, that's right. And, that's a good way. That's that's a nice was, way to put it. <laughs> and I was actually thinking about doing a a thirst trap series for Ace Blade. You know how. You know how people are lusting over Robin or uh, or uh, Nightwing right now. Uh, I was thinking about doing old thirst trap series. Okay. I was gonna get Greg Anderson to pose, uh, to do, and then do and then do you know his poses as Ace Blade and, and do a whole thirst mail trap. Him the mask. Yeah, just mail yeah. him the mask and then be like pose. All right, so wait now everybody thirsts over Nightwing's butt. So what are you going to focus on for Ace Blade then? Chest, arms, legs, what? I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. I didn't actually develop the idea, but I don't know. Okay. I'd ask my wife. Whatever whatever my wife All says right. is okay. <laughs> and I I feel a little uh I feel a little down that you didn't ask me first to pose. I mean, what are you trying to say? Or, or Morgan, what's going hey, on, man? I mean, what? Hey, I I did I did ask Morgan refuses. Morgan's put on some weight, just like me. Oh. I put on weight. Oh, so I refuse to be. You know, I refuse on put on this costume also. So I'm not doing it. 
All right. Uh, we have a comment here. Wu-Tang has a global fan base. Seek their audience. It is already established. Partner with Wu-Tang affiliated groups. That's, see, hey. Sharon, that's, that's my guy, Sharon James. He, he used to, well, he was in public affairs with us, but that's a good idea. I need to reach out to, to Wu-Tang Actual because they they uh, they love, you know, animation, cartoons, uh, martial arts, all that kind of stuff. And, and you know, you can find Wu-Tang groups. Go to Reddit. Probably there's like a Wu Tang board there. Morning, Javon. Javon's in the building. Write that. You down. You gonna write all this? Now you gonna write down things? All right. You should, don't you? Do you not have like a notepad app on Sticky your computer? Notes. Oh. Sticky notes. Brother, man, you killing me. It's a tactile thing. If I physically run, I will remember it. It's how my brain works. Right. Shut up. All right, so if you haven't guessed right now, we are sort of stalling because um, we're waiting on our guests. Uh, so we're we're trying to see what's going on. But he says he's going to hop on. Um, today's guest is Task, uh, writer of the comic Leader of the Free World. Uh, I think they recently came out with issue three. That's because Danny is old. Yes, Danny is old. Danny's probably one of the few people still in the United States that still gets a physical newspaper delivered to his house. And he probably also gets excited when he gets like the yellow and white pages. I think I think Javon is older than me, though. Javon's got me by a year. Maybe oh. not, I'm not sure. Uh wait, all of us are old now. Look at you see the gray, you see the gray hair in my beard. I see the gray in your beard. Yeah, it's you know that's what it is. <laughs> oh man, we're all young at heart. That's why we still make comics and we love to do this, even though we don't get any money from this. Exactly. Shoot. Um. So tell me the journey of I have a I've been having a hard time. Wait, did you see that? A, I've been having a hard time, bro. <laughs> I thought this was an actual comic first. I was like, wait, what? I've been having a hard time promoting this comic book, man. Like, I I feel like the first five, five books, well, not the first, not the first, but two through five were easier to promote than mm-hmm. this book by far. Even though now I have a a way larger audience or or a way larger social media imprint than I did before. Like, I'm having trouble getting people to sign up page, you know, to notify me page. I'm having trouble kind of getting views on videos that talk about Ace Blade right now. What, what, how was your experience promoting Starcore? Because I know it's, it can be kind of difficult, especially when people know you for one thing. You know, I think, you know, I think your biggest property is Saw. So if people with that and you try to promote something else, how, did, how is it, how's that experience been? That's a good question. Actually, let's ask our, uh, our guests that. Uh, okay. So if you're okay, it happened to me because yeah. he also has his insight also. So, absolutely. Um, what is going on, sir? Hello, hello, hello. How we doing? I'm doing good. How about you? <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> um, I do want to apologize for uh, being behind. It's 7 a.m. here in California, and yes, sir. I was set up to uh, do this, and then the wife was like, uh, "Take that outside." Oh, I feel you. I was like, "Wait, they're like about to start," and he, she was like, "I don't care. I'm still asleep. Go outside." 
I, 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 same thing, dude. Tell, tell wifey we apologize, man. We, I, I have to do the show. I have to do the show this early because I'm on the, I'm on the East Coast, and uh, you know yeah. I got a, a little, got a little job here that I got to do during the day, so I got to do it this early. So that was my one on the podcast. So <laughs> wait, we've been doing this for a year, and you never said apologize to my wife for waking up at six o'clock in the morning. What, what the hell? You never, you never told me she had a problem with it. I mean. I thought she Man, told you to get I, up early and cook. Let's see. Hold up. I feel like I'm losing connection. See, this is. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Nah, that's cool. That's the wife cool. was like, uh, "Go outside of the car." And it's raining. It is raining hard. Where Where are you at? Like, what city in Cali? I think we lost him. We can't hear him now. Yeah, we can't hear you now. I can hear the rain, though. Man, you know what? Wait, can you guys hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I apologize once again. Um, thank you for having me, but uh, yeah, the wife made me go outside. That's cool, man. <laughs> we just appreciate Completely you being on. on. Thank you for having me. So what um, part of California are you in right now? I'm in Sacramento. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nice. And uh, no, I've been no, here right pretty down. much my whole life. Uh, what's that? Y'all are right down the street what? from each other. I'm surprised. I'm surprised y'all haven't run into each other more. We what like who? Uh, me, I'm, I'm, I'm in Sacramento also. What the hell? <laughs> Which is weird because yeah. I've been doing comics now for like seven years, and I don't think I've ever run into you at any of the events here in the area. Uh, I um, I'm not the most uh, social person, so I haven't started uh, <laughs> I, I, I haven't gone to cons nothing yet, but I need to. Okay. Yeah. Well, for anyone that isn't familiar with your books, because you have three books out right now for uh, Leaders of the Free World, tell us what it's about. um, Give us the the pitches and everything on it. So basically, um, I've always been a fan of superheroes. Um, I used to help run a comic book shop. Since you're in Sacramento, you know, probably know about it uh, Empire's Comics. Yes, sir. Um, Yeah. I worked with Ben um, there um, for years, so I fell in love with superheroes. And I wanted to do my own superhero comic, but I, how do I say this? I didn't want it to just be like the Avengers. Um, I wanted to represent the world that I am currently in. And uh, when you're in California, in Sacramento, it's kind of like a, blending pot like there we got all types of people here um black white asian latino um the whole nine and so when i wanted to make my own team i wanted it to reflect what i see here and and i didn't want them to just be just a new team we're gonna just be superheroes 
I wanted there to be a story to like why they're together in the free world or in a world where it is elite for superheroes to operate outside of their country. So there was a big world war where all the superpower beings around the world were fighting for power and they the the world decided enough everyone just operates where they're at and that's it so uh the world was very divided and i wanted to present a situation where the heroes had to come together like the whole planet like like these these individuals all represent a different um country a different culture and they're forced to come together and that's where that's why it's called leaders of the free world because they are you know uniting the whole world to combat one uh villain okay now before you hopped on danny was asking because um about kickstarters and getting the hype up for kickstarters um you've Funded, if I'm not mistaken, you funded all your books through Kickstarter. So, have you found it difficult at times to get people to look at your project through Kickstarter and getting that hype up before you launch a project? That is a great question. Um, I have a thing that I tell people because people ask me all the time about it. Uh, I know uh, my man Danny Quick knows about it. Um, Kickstarter ain't for books. It, it ain't for punks, man. Like, when, you, you, you got to be different. You you, you, you got to sell yourself to the point where it almost gets embarrassing at times. Like, mm-hmm. someone will be talking to me about something. I'll be like, ha-ha, that's funny. Anyways, here's my, my Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Like, you... Well, Got to get people to care, and you know the best thing. Um, I I I tell people in the Kickstarter. What was that? Oh, I bet you. Um, you gotta when it comes to Kickstarter. I always tell people, don't get them to invest in your your book. Get them to invest in you and what you're doing, and that and that will help them like propel. Because you can have greatest ideas, but if nobody likes, you, <laughs> then time. But it's worth. It. That's a fact, man. I I think that's especially for indie creators. You have you literally have to. Because nobody knows these characters yet. Nobody knows, yeah. you know, nobody knows Ace Blade. Nobody knows Star Core. Nobody knows the leader, the leaders of the new world, you know, the leaders of the free world. You know, it's you ha- almost have to get people interested. Like you say, you got to get them interested in who you are and what you're doing. And then eventually, hopefully, the, the goal is, is we care about the characters enough that takes over. You know what I'm saying? So. Then eventually, once the audience is big enough for the character, then you can kind of step back and let the character shine. But you have to 
you got to be a salesman first. You got to go out there and, and tell people what it's about. And um, that was that's one of the reasons I opened this store up, because it's, it's something that the local community can can kind of get behind. So um, absolutely that's agree dope, with man. you on that. But um, one thing I was asking Kyron about, I think there's a, <laughs> there's a thank you. I think there's a there's an added thing to it, <clears throat> because like I was saying, the next Ace Blade series is called Cream. Cash rules everything around me. And we know, uh-huh. shut up, Kyron. <laughs> and we know <laughs> what, what cream means. We know the song. We know where it comes from. But there's a, I've been seeing as I've been trying to promote it that there's a lot of people that acronym stands for. And Kyron brought up a good point. Yeah. You know, it's 20 old. You know, Wu-Tang can be kind of niche, have an international audience. Um, so there's also, and then on top of that, a lot of my audience here in the local community who don't read comics. So there's a whole yeah. other education aspect that to do to teach people and get people involved. And that's another hurdle that you have to overcome. Is that something that you've seen with your books too? Absolutely. Um, while um, I've been reading comics my whole life, um, it's still... How do I say this? There's always been black nerds and comic readers, but I don't believe that it's at the level it is now. And now a lot of the black community are trying to get invested, um, but it's easy. Um, So that's why it's important for people like us to show, you know, our fellow brothers and sisters that, you know, it's okay to like these things. It's okay to get involved and we should all support each other. Like what you guys are doing now. Um, I'm shocked about the Wu-Tang thing, but I guess the brand of Wu-Tang is bigger than the music. (laughs) And so like people, people know Wu-Tang, Probably won't be able to name all the men songs. Well, I can see that 100%. Um, one thing I will say, um, especially in the black indie comic creator community, uh, I feel like we're very open to each other, and we're all about supporting each other. So that is something that I'm proud to be a part of. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Thursday, I was doing an event at the Crocker Art Museum. It was uh, the first Crocker Con, which is a combo convention inside the art museum. And it's the first time they've had it in Crocker Con. C-R-O-C-K. What do you think I said? I was was just verifying. I was just making sure. (laughs) It's it's an art museum here in Sacramento, dude. It's an art museum here in Sacramento. Okay, uh, cool. And every year they used to do a comic convention inside the art museum. So you get to see all the art. Plus you got to see vendors and art. Anyways, um, on Thursday I was there and I actually got to do a panel with a couple other black creators here in the area. And that's one of the things we talked about, about how in the black community, especially when we were growing up, probably in the 80s and 90s, being into comic books was not something you you outwardly tell people. Like it was a little bit of a hush hush. I keep this on the down low, but I think the idea, and we talked about this on the panel that the idea of the internet and social media 
having this wide spectrum of people that you can see, both black, white, Asian, whatever, um, allowed you to be more comfortable with that now. Uh, it allowed yeah. you to see, hey, it's not just me. It's just, there's a hundreds and thousands of us here in the city. Um, as you've created comics, is that something that you're seeing now that people are more open and more willing to say, hey, I love comics? Is that something that you've noticed too? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I tell people all the time that contrary to popular belief, um, this stuff, people did not talk about it the way they do now. And uh, uh, now it's become easier. And I think that um, um, the comic book movie and just the stuff that Marvel and DC are doing is becoming easier for people to just say, okay, I'm into this stuff now. And um, that's making it easy stuff like us. Um, isn't that you mentioned the Kirk Museum? I actually helped get that going. <laughs> I was a part of the first nice. one that they did. Uh, me, Ben from um, comics, the guys from A1 Comics, um, we kind of started getting right. that going. Um, it was very small when we started about eight years ago. Um, so I'm glad to see it's still going. I've, I've become a hermit. <laughs> And I, I don't leave, but that's something I I feel like I really need to start being part of. So that's, you do, that's man. good we, to know that that's still going. We took up both the first and second floor of the entire museum. Uh, the oh, wow. Side. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's gotten that's real dope. big. It, and that's, they that's had to good, limit man. people because of the rain. So it, mm -hmm. it would have been even bigger. It's been a, it's pretty huge. Yeah. Man, I got to be a part of that. I need to get out of my shell i just <laughs> in my older age i'm just and then i started a family and i've just been sitting on that and doing the comic stuff on the side but i just start need to start doing more things for me like that so that's good enough it's, um, it's funny you say that about needing to get back out because i think i've been following you on twitter for maybe two three years and i think you know, last month was the first time I ever saw your face. Like, I don't think I ever saw your really? face. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw your, <laughs> your face on Twitter and this year sometimes, you know. Um, and I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just because I only see like the replies that you reply to people, controversial, the mm -hmm. controversial stuff that 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 pops up on your page in the in the little fights and stuff. But, you know, um, I think it's important. I mean, especially now that the, the world is opening back up, it might be good to get out and, you know, get out yeah. and do some events if you, you know, if you have time. I know I still got friends who are, who, you know, we're doing shows two, two, three times a month who, you know, they just don't feel comfortable going out yet. So, and it's completely understandable. Yeah. yeah. But I, that's something I need to break because the world is opening up and, you know, um, as creators, we have something to say, and it's time that people listen to us. So we have to make the first step to do that. Now, since uh, Danny brought up your Twitter, I, I do want to focus on that a bit because you're very heavy on Twitter. Um, that's definitely it. Feels like that's your bread and butter when it comes to interacting with your audience. Um, but when I check things like your Instagram and other social media, you're very light. You feel like. As I've always said, you have to find the social media platform that works for you. 
and uh-huh. honestly just milk it as best as possible. Danny is huge on TikTok and he's really great with that. I'm pretty good on Facebook. But do you feel that same way that if you have a good social media fan base, milk that as much as possible? And I don't mean that in a, in a cruel way, but milk that and, and build your audience that way. Or do you feel like you should really just spread it around? Um, you can find what works for you. Um, you should definitely try to use everything, but if you notice that you appeal more to one audience, um, what you can do is use your other platforms to bring them over there and vice versa. Um, that's something that I admit that I need to get better at. Um, I should probably have TikTok myself uh, and things like that. I just started getting heavy on Instagram. Um, that's something I should have been more a part of. Like I said, I um, I can admit my faults and things that I could get better at and um, spreading it around um, the promo. Definitely one of them. Because there's just stuff on Instagram, um, people are like, Shut. like you know. And as for years, I, I'm not good at the promo and as and stuff. Um, that was just something that I definitely need to start doing. Um, but uh, yeah, if I could give any advice to anybody, um, use everything. But if one, you know, we're all different people, so. You know, if one works the best for you, like you said, just milk it, just go for there and um, probably try to get everyone to go to that one where you're the most popular. Nice. Okay. Now, you did mention earlier that you worked with uh, Ben at Empire's Comic Book, which is my favorite comic shop in Sacramento. They are a big supporter of uh, indie comics, and Ben is always willing to put in books in there that aren't from Marvel DC. Um, and even not even from Sacramento, I've seen Greg, uh, Greg Elise's book. It's not so, yeah, I can't, mm-hmm. it's not out of the world spider there. Um, do you ever feel like you need to reach out to stores to sell your books or do you feel very comfortable just doing it on your own? God, you got good questions real quick. That's what we um, do here. We get the- good questions all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that energy. Um, well, me and Ben did a comic together. I wonder yes, if he did. still sells it. I have oh, it. Oh, oh, you have it? I have it. I read it with yeah. your uh, Monkey King story in it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah wow, he still has that. I don't know how many <laughs> copies he has, but yeah, I, I I bought a copy a couple years ago. Nice. Yeah, that was... um. We did that fun. Um... We were just like all talking one day uh store and we were like, dude, why don't we just do this ourselves? Um and stuff like that. So it ended up doing well. And shout out to Ben. Um we went separate ways, but it's still always love. Uh I was there when the shop was on Arden and um uh, the there was a big fire. How was that? Yeah, before the fire. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was when I, I was there when, um, before it became, before they expanded. Um, when we first opened that shop, it was just one door store, but then the place next door, um, shut down and 
they offered for him to take over both sides. And so I helped get that going. So that's good for him. I haven't, you know, I should contact Ben and ask him, you know, let him know I need to definitely start expanding into the Sacramento area. Um, I've been shunned out here. Um, not really shunned, but when I started doing the comic book thing and working in the comic book shop, I had to deal with a lot of racism out here. Um, probably, and this happened at Ben's shop. Um, Ben was asking me to help do bagging boards, and one of the customers said, get to work, Toby. Wow. <laughs> uh, man, Danny just shook his head mad quick. He's like, nah, son. Yeah, nah, son. And that jaded, I just had so many different situations like that that jaded me to the local community. Um, ben was very uh, support. You know, he was very, he supported me in that situation. Um but and it's not his fault. I felt like this community doesn't accept me, and that jaded me for years. And so I pulled out and I started doing the rap thing. And now that I'm mad old, as you can see from the grays, I'm like I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> we had fun. Matter of fact, at the first Crocker uh, con, they asked me to rap. <laughs> wow, I, I need video of that. No, <laughs> I'm gonna find that video. Yes, the internet is a place they will find my old videos that I don't even know exist. <laughs> I'm like, wait, where did you get this? Between, like, between Twitter it. and YouTube, between Twitter and YouTube, I'm, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Oh, okay. Oh my god! I know some folks. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna find it if I can find it before I post the the podcast. I'll I'll post it in the show notes. Oh no! I have a lot of trolls because that's just what comes with being on Twitter. Um, yeah. They didn't found all the videos. <laughs> they didn't post it. I'm like, oh my god! Where did you guys find this? <laughs> oh man! But um, that's something else. Um. That I include in my comic. Um, I'm a big anime fan as well. And one of my favorite animes was Cowboy Bebop and um, Samurai Champloo. Um, the creator is big on combining elements with music. Um, like, for example, Cowboy Bebop was space sci-fi with jazz. And uh, Samurai Champloo was uh, rural uh, Japanese samurais in hip hop. Um, so that's kind of how I write my stuff. Um, I listen to music when I uh, write, and the songs that inspire me, I put them in the comic. So while people are reading, they'll just see like a song playlist on the bottom. <laughs> and um, one thing that I've learned from doing that, um, I have a lot of international. Uh, readers who aren't up on hip-hop like we are and they've contacted me and told me they appreciate it because they they're discovering new rap like in um, Saudi Arabia he told me he's now a big gangstar fan 
<laughs> he said he never heard of Gangstar. And I can imagine that, you know, they wouldn't play that out there. And so, yeah, he got their whole thing. He said he got he learned that from me because I put Above the Clouds on my list on the first issue. So just things like that. Um, you know, it's the, the comic community. I don't want to say like the whole world. But in the local area, they weren't the kindest to me in the 2000s. And it kind of shunned me, and I had, like, PTSD about it. Like, I'm like, if I go out there, if someone calls me Toby again, uh, <laughs> I'm going to set it off. Yeah, but I, I definitely need to start getting more out there. Yeah. Well, hopefully you do. Because um, it's it's gotten better. I, I haven't experienced a lot, at least in the last couple of years, for about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's definitely gotten better. Um, Good. And if you know if you come across that, we stick up with each other. You know, let us somebody know. Well, we got your back. I appreciate cool. that. And now a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Well, I think this might be a great time for us to uh, transition into Danny's Quick Takes. If you if you are new to our podcast, Danny's Quick Takes is a uh, rapid-fire situation where Danny asks our guests uh, five questions. You're going to have 45 seconds to answer them. He put on the glasses. Wow, what the hell is going nice. on? Change <laughs> the right, glasses. It's time for Quick Takes. I'm ready. All right. <laughs> See, Kyron, Kyron got the, the pictures from, from years ago for both. I see. Uh, <laughs> Bruh, that's all I can find on the internet while I Google, I Google you guys, all right? All right, so I'm going to ask you five questions. And off the top of your head, you got 45 seconds to answer them. Um, these are just things uh-huh. that, you know, observances that I may have found while I was stalking you on social media this past week. Um, things that I would just like your opinion on, you know. All right, so number one, this is a nice and easy one, okay? What is the worst kind of tweet when it comes to comics, and why? The worst kind of what? Tweet. Tweet. Oh, the worst kind of tweet? Yeah. Oh, um, oh, man, that's a good question. Uh, the worst kind of tweets are... The Batman takes. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> because you know, we know what this is. Batman fans, they think that Batman could just beat anybody and they feel like they don't have to explain why. Like, he could just win. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> Wait, Wait, are we saying are so that, that, that comment I read where Batman took out Darkseid? That, that's not weird. He had prep time. Yeah. He had prep time, though. The late late 90s and the early 2000s, like, really, really overhyped Batman. Like, every, every, like, Justice League uh, cartoon, every, all of the the, the, uh, DC animated movies, they made Batman seem like that was just, that was just his time. So, uh, Okay, number two, and I think I might know the answer to this question, but you've been paying attention to the to the Hellfire Gala, right? The uh, the the costumes that they've been dropping, right? Who do you think 
has had the best Hellfire Gala drip so far? Who's had the best Hellfire drip? Um, best yeah. Hell- <laughs> uh, it's got to be Doom. It, it's Doom. Like, that, did yeah. you see that? I thought that was him at Doom for a little bit. <laughs> that, that, I was that, like, wow, that, did he come back? That cake, the cake with the, the hood. I was like, okay, that's fresh. Yeah, you know, him and Sinister gotta have a cape off. Like, yeah. like, like, who got the best cape? <laughs> I did like the Spider Man yeah. one too, though. But that's all. Somebody put up a Spider Man. Which Spider Man is that, though? I don't know. Is it Pete? That's a good question. Well, I can see the Spider Man one. Somebody's got a Spider Man one. Yeah, that was, a, that was a good one too, though. Okay. Question number three. Now I've seen your 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 tagline that I see you post all the time is that read comics. Tell us where that came from. And do you even <laughs> read comics? Oh man, you guys are oh come on, man. I feel like people are gonna say <laughs> Um, okay, so I'll be real. Um, you know, people like to talk about comics online, and I would talk about comics, and people would talk to me like I don't read comics, and I'm like, damn, like, I was reading comics probably before you guys were born. Like, y'all know how old I am? And I've been doing this for so long, and so it started as a joke. And then I would just tell people, yeah, you're right, I don't read comics, bro. I don't, you're right. Like, dudes wanted to argue about it. And so then like, my fans and followers started running with that. Like, yeah, he doesn't read comics. Yeah, leave him alone. He doesn't read comics. <laughs> and it just blew up to a thing. <laughs> it's so crazy. Now, let me, so let's, uh, let me ask real quick to interrupt your quick take. Is it true that you actually uh, helped Marvel with one of the, like, source books back in the day? Is that true? If I did what? I'm sorry? Helped Marvel with one of their source books? Yes. Um, when I worked at uh, uh, Empire's Comics, um, one of the editors lived here in Sacramento, and he would come by and ask for assistance with things. And I would do it, and I wish I charged them. <laughs> but, yeah, that was something I did help do. There we go. Kind of charge people, man. Man, Kinda people are going to watch this, and they're like, you see? <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, oh. Yeah, Brad Arnie oh. said he just. I'm assuming he's. Brad said he just ordered your books a couple weeks ago because he saw them on Instagram. So there you go. See, Instagram was working. Instagram was working. There you go. All right. Uh, did we lose him? He looks frozen. Oh, no, I see him. He's good. Okay. All right. So, question number four. We got two. And I asked this question to a lot of indie creators. I just want to see what you what your thoughts are. Um, which one do you prefer if somebody were to do one of these two things for your comic book or your characters would appreciate more and why? Cosplay or fan art? I would do cosplay. Um, definitely. Um, I get fan art a lot. I've seen a lot for Ace Blade as well. Um, I get one you know, uh, fan art, but if someone to do a cosplay, that would be ill. That would be crazy to, like, actually see it come to life. And I've been actually trying to get that to happen. Um, no, 
thing, but uh, that's something that I would definitely prefer would be the cosplay. Because if some you, cosplayers be killing it. Like, they be looking better than the movies. Seriously. If you had to choose one character to have cosplayed, who would it be? Uh, Medic. Yeah, the character Medic. Um, I've had a few people who was like, yo, if I dress like her, would that be okay? I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely it would be like, okay. Yeah. I would love that. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I love now I love fan art. I ain't I ain't gonna lie. I love like just especially like when it's a surprise when somebody just it just pops up somebody's drawing the character. I love I, I seriously love it. But there's a nice. in Atlanta named BJ who 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 goes around the show's cosplayed as Ace Blade, you know, he like the first appearance of Ace Blade with the jeans, a purple T-shirt with a spade on it, and a mat. You know what I'm saying? Like the very first appearance. And I'm like, yo, I I love that so much because nice. not only is he out, out there telling people about the character, you know, people people are coming and asking him interest, and you know, it's it's just it's just dope. It's just a dope thing. Hey, you um, think you can get BJ to man, cosplay? Yeah. You think you get BJ oh, to cosplay as Ruby for me? I uh, uh, cosplay of who? <laughs> uh, my character Ruby from Planet Oz. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> Yo, he. Ah, oh, all right. He's built. Yeah. He's built wrong for that. Uh, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> all right. Hey, Danny, um, man, okay. I'm, I'm jealous Last of you, bro. Because no, real quick, Danny, you you promote no, bro, yourself, man. Get... You got the colors. <laughs> hey. Gotta stay on hey, brand. No, no, no. You time. should hold like a masterclass, bro. <laughs> that's that's his uh, that's his TikTok is his masterclass. He gives a bunch of advice there. That's dope, bro. Ooh, Javon, you're right. I do need somebody to actually cosplay a Starcore one day. That'd be dope. Yeah, that would be dope. Legit dope. All right, last question, and I and I gotta see you answer this because as a writer creator, I, I'd like to take people's thoughts on their own comics. So I'm gonna ask you a question that you've been at in the world, and you give me the answer. Okay, what if you had the power of the world, but to do so, you would have to break the law to do the right thing? What is the right? You know, one of my favorite things is sometimes to do the right, the wrong thing to do is the right thing to do. Um, you know, just to go off of, you know, uh, No Way Home, uh, one of my favorite moments was when um, Peter decided to save them, save the villains, and one of them says, man, you could have left us to die. And he was like, you know, that's not what I do. I'm a hero. That's what I do. So to me, that's what heroes do. And let's be real. Most of these heroes are breaking the law. <laughs> like, vigilantism is not, like, legal. <laughs> like, they're not something you can just do. So, yeah. Um, I would break the law. Absolutely. Absolutely. We talked about that on our... Uh... There's another show that I do called Top Five Live, and and last week we did Top Five Villains, um, and one of my my top villain was Dexter from the Dexter series, Dexter Morgan, because even though he's he, he it thinks he's doing the right thing, 
dude is a serial killer. Like he's not a he's not a good guy. <laughs> like, um, so um, you know, that's a conversation that we have a lot also. So I appreciate that. Thank you, man. And it, it reminds me of Punisher. It's that's what, one of my biggest issues is when people tell me their favorite superhero is Punisher. And I'm like, you know, Punisher's not a superhero, right? <laughs> Punisher is more villain than anything. Because um, he is just straight murdering people. <laughs> yeah. No qualms, But he will like, be the mm-hmm. one to tell you he's not a hero either. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite um, comic moments was when, when he was walking down the street and someone was going to, uh, like, attack a girl. And, of course, he just kills the guy. And the girl says, thank you so very much. And he says, for what? Like, what? What did I do? <laughs> and she was like, for saving my life? And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, he was just like, oh, whatever. Like, this is just what I do. I'm not a hero. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, that was uh, Danny's Quick Takes. Uh, this week, it's brought to you by my comic book, Starcore. Uh, if you haven't checked out the Kickstarter, please do go to tccreates.com. There is still seven days available. Yes, I am using this time to promote my comic book, so hey, don't give me that look, Johnny. Hey, you got to do it, bro. You I, gotta... do. I do. We just funded, so uh, we're going to look into stretch goals, possibly. We got a week. Um, actually, literally a week from right now. So go to tccrates.com, get your book, make a pledge, help me out, and uh, help me get some more money because my wife is killing me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the struggle. The struggle. This is the part people don't know. <laughs> they don't see this. <laughs> Bro, this is the 11th comic book I've produced, and I'm still like, I thought by now it would be easier. You know, I thought by now it just fan base funded. Fan base funded, but there's still a struggle, but you know it's it is better. I'm not funding to last moment like I was in the beginning, uh, but it's still a struggle. Even after all mm-hmm. these years, it's still a struggle. Yeah, still always. Yeah, uh, 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 I think that what you guys do, um, it's it's good to you know tell people up and comers about this stuff. One of the things I tell people is that if you're doing this to make money, yeah. <laughs> you have to love what you, yeah yeah Danny knows what I'm talking about um you know like they'll see the kickstarter money they're like wow you guys made this much it's like it goes right back into the craft yeah, um exactly. like yeah. to the point I where go, that does not go into our pockets it, <laughs> <laughs> like the time you put into it isn't the math ain't mathing <laughs> like At how all. much you're making <laughs> so you have to do it because you love it and if the money comes soon, cool. But that shouldn't be the end goal. All right. Exactly. Well, this has been a great interview, um, Corey. I we appreciate you being on. Um, where can I people? More, I got one more oh, question. Oh, oh, one my more bad. Question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. I just I because I up. you know I learned a little bit about you, and I you know I just wanted to ask a question because you know it might be relevant making experience. So I learned that you are uh, bilingual. Is that right? Um, muy poquito. Um, <laughs> I um, I am with a Latina wife. Um, okay. And you know, um, when I got, she had two kids, and they speak Spanish good. And so I pretty 
pretty much had to learn it to, um, you know, communicate better with them, mostly for when she gets mad and curses me out, and I know what she says. Um, because if you know anything about Latina women, when they get mad, they will burst out the Spanish. It'll just come out. And I'm like, I don't know what she's saying. So I started to learn. I'm like, oh, she is cursing me out. She is calling me everything in the book. She's putting my name in everything but a prayer. Oh, man. But that's just what... <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I'm not 100% fluent, but uh, it is something that I'm learning, and I'm taking classes on it, you know, just to help be a better husband and communicate with my family. That's, see, that's what it's all about, man, being a better husband and being a better communicator, man. Props to you, bro. All right, let Kyron close out the show now. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Salute. All right, Corey. Uh, where can people check out your work, buy your books, uh, you know, find you online? You know, before I say this, I am I got beef with you too. Um, y'all, y'all are really doing this shit. Like my man got the purple hat with the shirt. You got the website and your comic in the back. I'm in a car. What kind of shit is this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I should be messing with y'all, man. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I just did the Crocker Museum, and I was on the panel. Goddamn, I didn't even know. It was like, I was, what? You gotta be I more got involved. Up. Hey. I need to be fucking with y'all. Yeah, um, leaders of the free like world. <laughs> oh, man, I'm trying to get like, trust me, trust me. I probably said it, but I've been looking at this nigga Ace Blade, Danny Quick. I'm like, this mother... He's doing it all. TikTok. I'm too scared. I like, don't want to see my ugly ass. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, my man got a website. Yeah, you can find me at Taurus Comics. I ain't got none of that shit. Um, <laughs> I got to get, I got to step up 100%. I, I can say I need to do better at this part. And uh, you guys have definitely inspired me. Um, you, you can find me, Google Leaders of the Free World. Um, everything will pull up. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, up to task. And I have my own podcast, Super Suit Show. Um, we got to have you guys on the show. Uh, we definitely support indie creators. And towards, uh, hey man, kind of since you, you should just come out. Like we'll have you on the show, like physically, like you can just be right there with us. So cool. that would be you dope. Know. And uh, you know, get everyone in there. And uh, yeah, that's where everyone can find me. Also, at up to task on Twitter. Nice, nice. Love All right, Danny, where can people find you? Uh, if you want to find me, the best place is the website, fourthwallpros.com. And then on social media, it's at the Ace Blade. Where can people find you, Kyron? Uh, well, like Corey said, you can find me at touristcomics.com. Uh, you can go on Twitter or Instagram at touristcomics. And if this is your first time checking out the Four Tales podcast, please go back, check out our other episodes. They are on YouTube and on Spotify and all the other ho podcast hosting platforms. Just search the number four T-A-L-E-S podcast. That is the number four T-A-L-E-S podcast. But join us next week, because we do have an episode next week, where we are going to have Melissa White, a writer of Nightmare Vessel and editor of Scout Comics on the show. She's going to be the first of a slew of female creators that we're going to have, because it's been a long time coming of us having a some female creators on there. So we're going to have a, about the next month or so, just all female creators. So 
join us in. Uh, but until next time, everybody, sayonara, goodbye, and please take care of yourselves. Peace. Music provided by my brother, Quicks Made It. Find him online in YouTube, Instagram, and SoundCloud. Oh, Danny Bells. All right, I lied. It is actually not next week. Our episode is not for two weeks from now. <laughs> I I actually won't be for two weeks. I, I need. I thought I I thought I told you that, but I might have. Next weekend okay. we got a next Saturday. I got a uh, I got a show. Um, in Greensboro, and then the weekend after that is HBCU Con. So I will not be. You um, told me you did tell me about that, but you said you would be here. You said you will, you will make it work out. So you lied to me. Hold on. Let me, because they just sent the sent the schedule last night. Let me look at it real quick. Because if it doesn't start All right. until, all right. Well, I'm in the stream. So later, everybody. But. <laughs>